So happy March 9th, everybody. Tuesday, I hope everybody's having a great day. Today, we uh, want to look at that uh, gospel from Matthew. And it's a, it's a gospel that we're so, so familiar with. Peter approached Jesus and asked him, Lord, if my brother sins against me, how often must I forgive him? As many as seven times. Jesus answered, I say to you, not seven times, but 77 times. And then goes on to tell that parable about the king who was settling accounts with servants. And one particular servant owed him a great, great sum, a huge sum. And um, he forgave it all. And instead of, you know, sharing that that good fortune down the line, um, this servant goes to another servant who owes him um, a small, small amount of money. And actually, the scripture says he began to choke him and demand payment back. He's like really getting, you know, quite crazy and violent about the whole thing. And the other guy can't pay him back right away, so he throws him in jail. And and then the king's like, doesn't look at that as very, very good. And he kind of backs off on, of course, that initial thing. But anyway, so, but a couple of things I want to kind of focus on. The first thing I wanted to focus on is Peter approached Jesus and asked him, Lord, if my brother sins against me, now, that was kind of interesting because Peter doesn't say here, um, Lord, if somebody sins against me, it's my brother. If my brother sins against me, it's a relationship. It's somebody that probably is in the family or in the community, um, someone you're close to. And um, so, first of all, it's, it's he's looking at it. If, if something happens that is hurtful to me from the person or people that can actually hurt me the most, and isn't that true? The people we're closest to can hurt us the most. If somebody that we really don't know does something stupid or bugs us, you know, it's like, hey, whatever. You know, we don't worry about it as much. You know, yeah, it, it's irritating, but it's not like, it doesn't kind of like ruminate inside of you. <laughs> it's like, oh, you know, and how could, how could, how could this person think this about me or do this to me? And, um, and the other thing is not only is it hurt, I think, close that way, but I think when you end up with the time of reconciliation, ultimately, hopefully, um, and you come back together, it's, you know, the person who did the hurting um, also, I think, has an issue too, because, you know, when you hurt somebody you love very much, you didn't mean it. I mean, in a, in a goofy argument or something, don't we all kind of like words spew out of our mouth sometimes to the people that we love the most? And they're coming out, and we just want to grab them and pull them back in. Um, but they're already out there. And and so, yes, one person has been hurt on one side they, the, that it was directed to. But the person who actually was doing it also, you know, I think is greatly hurt, too. And so in this situation, I think, the, the I guess, <laughs> all that rambling is, is Matthew is kind of sh- sharing with us a situation of the greatest hurt, the biggest hurt you know, on either side for all people involved. Um, and how much must I forgive him? Seven times. That's a pretty generous offer, actually. It's like, okay. And Jesus says, no, 77 times. And, you know, we hear all those great exegesis about, you know, infinite and all that other kind of stuff, you know, keep forgiving, forgiving, forgiving. But it kind of like, well, that can get old. I mean, let's face it, you know, especially if it doesn't seem to be settling the situation. But I think sometimes, you know, I'm looking back and think, Jesus is kind of just basically telling us that, you know, good must be used to overcome evil, no matter what, even when it hurts. 
and and it will hurt some you know it'll hurt all the time when we get hurt and um but we can't like just say oh well we we have to keep going at it i think that's what we receive from our baptismal call to share in the mission and ministry of jesus good must always overcome even when it doesn't seem like it it is it is and sometimes we unfortunately have you know we're knocked off our horses we're 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 kicked back a little bit because you know the the secular culture certainly is not embracing uh, the message of Jesus per se, and and so it doesn't always turn out like we want it to, but that doesn't mean we give up. We just keep going, and so good must always be presented out there. And I think in forgiveness, it always it always happens. And something else that kind of struck me really um, in this particular parable about the evil servant, the, the rotten guy who gets. You know, this huge debt. Hey, my mortgage is paid off. My car's paid off. My student loan's paid off. Um, how great is that? Um, all my Catholic school <laughs> loans are paid off. Um, so that's kind of a great thing. And he's really got the, he should be joyful and share the joy. But instead he goes and, you know, he says, oh, he's, he's going to take that for himself. I'll take. But then it's instead of sharing the joy, he, he, goes ahead and starts taking from another person. It's like, hey, you give me back this. It's like, in my mind, I started thinking about this is just totally inconsistent because this guy is not being honest with himself at all. You know, if he was, he'd realize that he's applying two different sets of rules. And doesn't that always happen? Well, not always happen, but it happens often, you know, in, in situations. Um, one particular person, one particular group, one particular organization. Well, one set of rules apply to us, but it doesn't apply to other people. You know, we can do this, but if they do it, well, that's a totally different story. You know, that's that's not right. Um, and so I think Jesus is always, doesn't he always kind of keep us coming back to the point that, you know, if we center on him, if we center on him, we realize that um, there is no inconsistency, that all is consistent, that all are equally loved, that all are equally cared for, that all equally deserve forgiveness whether you're the recipient of something that was really rotten or you were the giver of that rotten. In real reconciliation, it really does come. And toward the end of that passage, he says, when he's perturbed with this uh, uh, Twinkie servant, he said, should you not have had pity on your fellow servant as I had pity on you? Not just pity, I mean, not really, when you kind of look into it, you realize it means forgiveness from the heart, deep from the heart. So today in our in our prayer and our reflection, perhaps to look inside ourselves and say, you know, are we being honest with ourselves in being consistent about Jesus's message to care and love for everyone? And are we being honest and consistent with our message in our belief in reconciliation? Have a great day, everyone.